0: Yo, what's up, family? Welcome to episode two of Reveal the Heal, the podcast where real conversations bring about healing. And today, you guys are in for a special treat. I have a special guest. Uh, he is a friend, he is a brother. His name is Daniel. Drewski. Today, this conversation is really going to be special because of what we find our world at right now. With so much division and brokenness all around us, I think it was time for us to talk about unity. And the reason why this is really going to be special because Drewski and I are two completely different people from personalities, even from my skin colors. But what we found, we found common unity uh, together because of Jesus Christ. Um, And with that, we learned so much about each other and he still remains a friend and a brother to this day so i want you guys to sit back and be encouraged through this conversation that me and my good friend drewski had uh and i'll be right back i'm out Uh, many people who are watching this or listening to this um like they don't know you so could you uh (laughs) give them a small synopsis of who you Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, um, man, I grew up
1: uh, just outside Atlanta. Um, man, you know, kind of stereotypical middle class family. My father worked for Delta Airlines. Um, when I was about four, he had a heart attack. And when I was about uh, 11, he actually died from from that heart uh, condition that, that resulted there. And so, um, man, the next year, my, my older brother goes to college. And so, uh, pretty much, middle school and high school for me was living alone with my mother. Um, so she and I uh, kind of went through middle school and high school together, and all the awkwardnesses that come with that.
0: Wait, you had to tell them this story right oh here. My God, what, what's what? the like? What's the TV oh show okay. that you grew okay. up watching with your mom? Listen,
1: okay, I love I love my mom, and we had a lot of good times, man. Uh, and you know, man, that supermarket sweep, come on. Okay. Supermarket sweep. If you don't know it, just, just like you, when this is over, you're going to, you're going to feel full of emotions. You're going to have all these thoughts, man, take five minutes, go watch an episode of supermarket sweep. It's great. Um, man, I love me some supermarket sweep, man, but I really thought I could win that show, bro. Like I really did. But, um, anyway, so yeah, man, uh, kind of grew up in that and man, uh, just recognized my need for Christ, uh, uh, just kind of coming out of that, right? Asking this question of God, like how how can you love me and my father be dead? Like trying to work through that, and and you know, um, and anyway, we kind of fast forward a little bit. Uh, I think the reason you and I are even having this conversation mm-hmm. is uh, men called to ministry, called to disciple minds, called to just be a disciple maker, really, and mm-hmm. and ended up serving on staff at a church mm-hmm. uh, outside Atlanta, and men. You came along too, and, and yeah. suddenly there's this there's this tall white guy and this mm. I guess average height black man, and we're doing ministry <laughs> together uh, in in suburban Atlanta. Well, wow,
0: uh, wait, Wait, you just called me average height? Like, well, no, I am mean, tall too, bro. Are you? I'm tall too. Okay, I'm, so, I'm yeah. just not a good judge of these <laughs> things, right? Yeah. So, um, so we connected. Uh, uh we served together um, as student pastors. Yeah. Uh, it was a role, if I'm being honest, I never heard of. Bro. Of the way we served together, um, there wasn't like one above the other. Like we both was the student pastors, and not middle school, high school. We was Bro. just <laughs> we, were, we were like one. <laughs> we was one. We were one student <laughs> <Wow>. pastor, <laughs> uh, wow.
1: but in two
0: yep. very different, different.
1: personalities. Yes. Everything, man.
0: So listen, man. Like I, I think this is is, is beautiful uh, because it it is trying to connect how two people who grew up totally different. Yeah. I'm born and raised in Gaffney, South Carolina. Right. Uh, my life experience was totally different than yours and the kind of uh, routes that you took. You grew up watching Supermarket Sweep. I grew up watching Martin. You know what I'm saying? Like it was two, like two totally different, uh, I guess, perspectives and ways of growing up. And then we find ourselves kind of working together um yeah. and that was uh an experience within itself Bro. because there was two different people, you know, what I'm saying two different backgrounds, two different ways of kind of doing ministry.
1: And I I think I think like to pause here cuz cuz the people listening may not know like the church we were serving at at that time that we were together. I mean, that church was was multicultural that that student yeah. ministry at least I mean, it had it had african americans it had mm. uh, a, a hispanic population yeah. we had uh some upper class mm. uh caucasians upper yeah. class white folks yes. and some lower class mm. white folks socioeconomically anyway yeah. and uh, you, you know you you looked at that audience mm. and man we just experienced god doing some amazing, amazing. things yeah. uh, because we were just connected at the hip True. trying to figure this thing out
0: together yeah so it was like some people uh, want to work at racial reconciliation? I like to say we was kind of like stuck together. <laughs> had to figure it, figure it out. Um, but through that, man, we seen God do some amazing things within a uh, youth ministry, and I truly believe that was a catalyst to what we are kind of seeing today, mm. uh, especially with this with this generation. Um, but some of the things that we practically did, because I think that's kind of what I really want to kind of zero in on yeah. just a little bit, um, because like the the demographic that you brought up, like it was very different. It was yeah. something that I've never seen uh before. Um, I've served in predominantly white ministries for a while, but coming uh to the church where we served that together, it was kind of whoa, like you have them all in here. Oh, yeah. Like this is like a typical high school. Yeah. Like all types of students, all types Everybody. of race. Uh, but how I guess like I want to know this. Um when we first linked together, our first service together. <laughs> and we got to doing what we do because you know you're very conservative and i'm like let's turn up uh like i'm the fun substitute you the principal you know i'm saying like (laughs) that first service together like what was going through your mind
1: oh man uh honestly man i think that first service it was probably just let's make it through live uh (laughs) (laughs) no but like in all honesty man it was like and and I think I think this speaks to an incredibly practical thing that you have to do uh, when when there are differences mm. in yourselves or differences in that group you're trying to connect to the gospel. And it was I, I understood I didn't have all the answers, and I understood mm. that God had brought us together for something unique. I, I didn't mm. have all the answers, and so yeah. the first thing for me was was trying to understand and and, and say. God, he, he's going to do things that make no sense to me, mm. but are gonna, are gonna communicate and connect with these kids. Mm. And I have to have enough humility to say, I don't understand. Mm. Teach me, yeah. right? I don't understand. I'm going to let you run with that. And I'm just going to follow mm. like, you, yeah, take that leadership role in that, in that moment. Cause I, I don't know, yeah. I don't know what to do there. Mm. Like, I, I mean, you know, listeners, you guys may not understand that I I am the boring person, okay? <laughs> I said supermarket sweep so you understand. Like I was also a chess coach, okay, and a math lead, okay? Like I am not a fun person. Um, I am boring and that's okay. Like I i know who God made me to be and I am proud of the fact that God made me uh, to be me because, uh, you know, I, I can't be Corbin. Yeah. And um, so that first big takeaway for me was honestly, um, in a lot of ways, just trying to see What's the lead you're taking? Mm. Because there's, there's going to be ways and people and things that you connect with that I, I just won't mm. naturally. Uh, so I need to learn. Mm. And, and I think that humility was the first thing.
0: For yeah, me. I think. And I, I agree, too, because it was uh, on my end as well. I was yeah. like, wait, because I'm not the structured guy. Like, I'm just like, let's throw a party and have a good time. Bro, they um, saw our notes for this podcast. Right? Okay. <laughs> but it's just like, that's just, we were just two total opposite people. But we had the common, uh, I guess, a goal of reaching students for Christ like not even just students like everybody that we came in contact with um still to this day that's still the main goal pointing people back to Jesus but we did it in the ministry realm mm-hmm. like and here's what I know about people who do ministry um it's easy to do it on the platform when everybody is mm-hmm. seeing but it's what you do in private yeah. um really matters the most um and I think what people saw um with us working together is a byproduct first of Jesus and the Holy Spirit living in us Amen. but it's what we did in private yeah. to kind of figure this relationship out our working relationship and not only it moved from work to like personal yeah. like hey like a friend a yeah. brother um and that process let's talk about that cuz that <laughs> like that's two totally different worldviews yeah. and things of that sort um so yeah, just walk me through that journey yeah, of so, I mean, doing that
1: together. I, I think the first thing to know, and, and if any of you listening are in, in a kind of ministry or or any kind of a front-facing thing, uh that first that first time that we were on stage together, with Corp, like we knew each other, but we didn't know each other like we yeah. do now, right? Hmm. There there was an ability to work together, but not an ability to know each other's hearts, to know each hmm. other's passions and hurts. And I would say that what you just said was what really allowed um God to move through us and and for there to be continued success Mm. in ministry was, it it wasn't just a stage show. Like this was, Hey, we legitimately recognize Mm. in each other that there are aspects of Christ that are better reflected in the other. And we want to learn those things. Um, And I think for me, that was the biggest takeaway was we, you know, we'd get done with a service. We'd sit down. We'd talk through the service. But you know what, man? After we did a, a post-service evaluation, <laughs> man, we were
0: just sitting around talking, talk and laughing, and joking. Yeah,
1: and and it, and I think you're right, man, because it it, it it moved from from that to hey, let's grab lunch. Mm. Hey, let's let's go shopping. Hey, let's mm. like we're spending that time together and just I mean, doing like Jesus did, experiencing life together. Yeah, right, like that jesus model of discipleship we're just kind of walking through life together and, and it was discipling each yeah, other right so, showing yeah. christ to one another mm. um and helping each other experience uh and man, just the awkward moments to come up in that yeah. right like i mean come on uh so i think i think for me that's the big thing was mm. that um because we had a true relationship off the stage mm. when it came time to be on the, the, stage the stage and interacting with the students yeah that that private life spilled
0: over, over into the public the, yeah because i think that's that's what's key in all of this, like those personal relationships in private that will manifest all of what we see in public. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that, we had some uh, tough experiences together. Uh, And this is kind of where I want to kind of turn the curve to kind of address the elephant in the room um, about everything that we see kind of in our world today uh, with the racial division, Mm -hmm. uh, the the police brutality and things of that sort Mm -hmm. Um and kind of what I want to talk through is like we developed uh or we saw um I guess a different side of each other when it pertains to those. Uh and one of the incidents I want to talk about um is two. Um like we joke about one um quite a bit um is when we was in Goodwill. And um uh it was a nineties party that we was planning for students and um we were just trying to figure it out. Like if you know Drewski, um like listen. The way he dressed is very professional. So for the 90s party, I was like, let me dress you. Uh, and it Guys, was really dope. He taught me what was what, Biggie, Biggie Smalls,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. I learned who Biggie Smalls was, okay? Yeah. I know 1950s musicians, yeah. okay? Didn't know Biggie Smalls. I'm sorry, okay? I just did it. But yeah, um, I think... I think it's like, we got to really set this stage here yep. because like we walked into the Goodwill and I mm. remember, man, I had on a sport coat yep. and some jeans and some nice dress shoes. Like that's just kind of mm. like, that's a, that's a happy place for me. And that was the day you got your new Timberlands, tunes, right? Yeah. I yeah. got my fresh Bro, man, yep. they were looking so, so yep. clean, mm. so nice. Like yep. you were, you were looking, uh, uh, can I say fly? Is fly Don't the right word? do that. Like, what's...
0: Listen, I was fresh. Listen, guys, you know me, people who follow me on this podcast, you know, like my shoes, it's like my prized possession, I had on my Tim's uh blue jeans. Um, like I don't know, I would just dress like normal, like yeah. a, a classic hip hop guy with That's the shit. black jacket on with the shirt. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. it like it was yesterday. And so, we walking yeah. in, and um, we always get this when we used to go into different uh buildings or surround certain people, those they kind of scratch those heads like, How do you two, what are you two remember doing? Remember Popeyes. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's like so many stories, but like we go, we go into Goodwill and uh, I think we was checking out Mm -hmm. and uh, the cashier looked at me and you together and she asked, was you my, were you my parole officer? Specifically she said PO and I looked at him like, (laughs) Like, I don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Middle-class white privilege. Yeah, Like Mm. I didn't know. Yeah, Um, But man, that was,
0: that was weird. Like we get in the car and we're like, did that this, just happen? Is this for real? Is this yeah. real life right now? Yeah. And then I, I guess I proceeded to say something alone. Like, that's just reality. Right. In many ways. And so just even you watching that experience, uh, um, I think that kind of helped you kind of see in my shoes in Absolutely. a way. Uh, I,
1: I, yeah. I was just going to say, like, for if, if you're listening to this and, and, and you're like me, right, you come from that middle class white kind of experience and background. I just, I want to encourage you. um, there may be moments where you you don't have that because of uh, – and I think Corbin and I would both mm. agree there are like cultural differences in our background. Yeah. There are things that he's interested in that I'm, I'm just not going to yeah. be interested in and vice mm. versa, and that's okay. I'm not saying we need to be the same. What I am saying is that by spending the time I have with him, mm. I've begun to experience and see things from him from where he's coming from like mm. you know w- when we do get that odd look when we walk into the popeyes or we yeah. walk into wherever because we're just hanging out together but you don't see that a lot you don't mm. see a white guy and a black guy laughing and joking um the way we mm-hmm. do yeah. and um so it it, it for me and again, if you're listening to this and you, you're coming from this this kind of white background i just want to encourage you like Invest in relationships with people. Yeah, and 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 look, I don't care what their cultural or ethnic background mm. is. I'm saying that by doing so, you'll begin to see some of their experiences mm. uh, with new and fresh light, and suddenly you'll begin to go, "Wait a minute, I, I can see where they're seeing what they're seeing. I can I mm. can sense and feel uh, a, a portion, a measure, and I, and I can begin to empathize with what what their experiences. Right? Mm. Like, why am I being asked if I'm this man's parole officer? We're just
0: walking through the goodwill. Yeah, like. This makes no sense, um, and so man for me that was hugely important. Yeah, but I think and and two this this is kind of where I feel like people need to understand too that things happen to you as well. Mm. Like you I know what one. I'm saying? I, yeah. I got one right here. I was yeah. gonna, I was yeah, gonna bring got, it up. Man. Yeah, I think okay. I think Yo, we think about go, the go. same thing. Um, it was a night because I in ministry with us reaching mm-hmm. certain different groups. Oh, are we thinking about the same mm-hmm. story? Same story. Um, so we, we we're reaching all types of students, and I youth ministry and um some nights it got wild and some nights we had to look <laughs> at kids to say, hey, like if you don't come down, you know what I'm saying? You may have to go home. Yeah. Um, but I remember one particular night, um, Drewski had to escort some students out and um they were African American. And um I get this text message from Drewski that said help. And I was like, oh snap, like my brother's in trouble. Right. And many times when we got those text messages from each other, that mean the night is getting crazy. We need some backup. And um, I always had in the back of my mind that I'm going to uh have his back no matter what. We are a unit and we're gonna speak mm. um into them uh together as one voice. Um and that was just that that was just what we both created together. So we walk out the uh building, you finish telling the
1: story. Yeah, man. So I I just remember this moment, man. I'm trying to have this conversation with young man, and and uh, man, I felt like I had a good relationship with him, and I'm trying to explain. Look, like we can't do this the way the things are going. Like for tonight, we're going to have to be done, and and obviously, like that wasn't what I wanted. That wasn't what he wanted, but I needed him to understand there were some some rules and some boundaries. And um, man, I'll never forget the moment he looked at me and he was like, "Look, man, you're just being racist," mm. and and I I was overwhelmed. I'm, I'm going, I I don't even know what I've like I just, I was heartbroken and I, and I did, I texted my brother, help. Well, that was it. Like no yeah. other words, nothing, just help. And man, Corb came through that door and immediately began to speak into that moment and, and, uh, and just help to guide that conversation. Uh, because in that moment I, I felt helpless. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do, uh, and, and kind of paralyzed. And and I've had that experience before. Um, and so if there's a takeaway from this moment, man, mm-hmm. it, it's, the, I think on both sides of this equation, there's a responsibility of believers to other believers to come when they need Need help. help. Right. Like when there are moments where I'm like, crap, I I didn't know that this is how I was coming across. Like, I didn't Mm. know I was, I was speaking in this way or that way. Like I I just needed help. Like man, Corp showed up immediately and began to speak life into that moment. Um, and, and I just, I know from my perspective and and Corp, you can tell like kind of how you tried to address that if you want, but I know from my perspective, just being able to say, like, I I feel like I've lost all credibility in this moment. Like, what do I do? Mm. Because at the end of the day, all I care about is Christ and the gospel. I I don't want him to look at me and think I've got any kind of (laughs) racist intent, but rather that that I need the gospel to be known to you. And Mm. uh, man, when you when you walk through that door, I remember just just feeling so overwhelmed with. And I, I have a brother in Christ who can speak into this in a way yeah. I cannot, mm. right? We're, we're parts of one body, yeah. but we're different members. And, and it's it's important to know, like, that was a moment for a hand, and I was just being a yeah. foot, and I was trying to get it out of my own mouth. Yeah, no, like,
0: and I, I think it's, it's too, uh, what gave me the confidence to do it is what I keep pointing back to. It's the private mm. life that mm. we kind of, like, developed together, getting to know each other in private which spilled into the public. Like, mm. I'm like, listen, I don't fully know the situation, but I know that this man has no racial bone, racist bone <laughs> right, in right. his body. Like he is trying to figure, like he really wanna know. Yeah. And this and so when I walked into the conversation, it was um is what you said. Um, I could say stuff that you couldn't. Mm. Um, and basically what the fight was. It was I'm guilty. Student mm. is guilty, mm. and the first thing he wanted to throw up is the race card. Yeah, and he, here's what I'm he, like: we know incidents like that happen. Yeah, but for in sure. our incidents, it was the student was wrong, and he is trying to get out of what was going on. You know how we knew that because mm. we knew each other. We knew you each knew other. me well yep. enough to know,
1: like, like we could talk about this situation after. Maybe there's something that 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 could be learned out of this. But I know Drewski enough to know. That it wasn't this, this we can yeah. address this differently. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't know each other that way, I know you still would have had my back that's because you true. know that's that's what you do. But at the same time, you would have had a different level of confidence. confidence. Like, they would yep. have been a different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's like it's like as a parent, right? When when I'm parenting my kids, I I know my wife. I mm-hmm. if my kid comes and says, no, mommy said I could have ice cream, and I go, baby, it's nine o'clock at night. Mommy yep. did not say you could have ice cream. Like I know mommy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like I, there's a different kind of relationship there, and you can you can just respond differently when you know the person. person and so yeah. gosh, I, I think yet again, we see that moment where, and I just needed help responding. Mm. And because of that private relationship, yeah, because of that true understanding of, of our, of each other's hearts, um, man, that, that spilled over into that moment. And, and suddenly I, I could say help and you knew, mm. okay, I know
0: Drewski. So, so I can speak into this yeah, like I wouldn't, or mm. like I couldn't. If yeah. I didn't know, but even after that, after that incident, the relationship between you and the student is cool. Like, oh was, yeah, yeah. Like right after that, right when they knew that they couldn't pull the wool over both of our eyes, it was mm-hmm. like a, a classic moment Bro. of parent and child. Like if I can get them divided, mm-hmm. then I can conquer. And so in that moment, we showed them like, no, this is unity. Yeah. Um, because once again, what was going on in in, in private, as far as us like really trusting each other, um, we spilled over into in the public. So I guess I say all of that to say this because now we're kind of getting ready to get to the meat of it. Like Mm -hmm. we have shared our, I guess, experience because I believe we overcome by the blood of the Lamb We by about testimony. And so that's kind of like the testimony between me and you and serving and still hanging out and doing life together. Our families coming together Mm -hmm. and doing all of that good stuff. But now it's kind of where our world is. Like, when I look at where our world is right now, like I'm like, in many ways we navigated a lot of this uh and i'm like okay god what is the response uh the biblical response um to all of what we see in the world right now because here's the truth like people are choosing sides left or right they're choosing political parties they're choosing uh, skin color over christ and all like so many things politics over christ like it's so much of mm-hmm. all of that rampant right now what is the response yeah. of the church?
1: Yeah, uh well, I I, I think we both have enough uh, wisdom and grace to understand we're not gonna have all the answers here. Yeah, we will right.
0: offend a lot. Some oh, we're lot gonna
1: offend here. some folks, we're not gonna have full, complete and like yeah. So if you're listening to this thinking that you got like there's something. No, we don't don't have everything, but but we want to share from our experience. And the first thing I think I want to pull back to that story and and say, what happened there? There was a moment where division could have happened, Mm. but because of unity, Mm. not only did the ministry continue, but the relationship Mm. with that individual
0: Mm.
1: actually grew better. Better. And so similarly, in this moment where division can happen, let's not divide. Let's come with grace and unity together. Uh, and, and begin saying to those who want to divide us, mm. no, that's like the banner again. I carry above all others no, is Christ. Now, there are a lot no. of things you can put on me, right? There's mm. a lot of things that I'm interested in or passionate about, yeah. a lot of things that I might align myself to in any given moment. But the thing which aligns me above all else, the thing which, you know, I, I would be the, f- the flag that flies on my mm-hmm. tombstone would be that of Christ. Like there yeah. is nothing else. Mm even in that ballpark mm. um, and when that's our mentality, right? When mm. I'm Christian, when I'm a Christ follower oh. more than I'm a Republican, oh, wow. I'm a Christ follower more than I mm. am uh, for or against a, a given, um, you know, bill or political agenda, mm. or I'm a Christ follower more than I'm a skin color or yeah. a socioeconomic class. Like that, man, that that can speak volumes into those moments. And suddenly you can begin building relationship with the individual that says, I, you don't get to define, Mm. you don't get to define Mm. where I stand. Like, let let me show you. Mm. And you open up the word and you have that conversation and it's all in grace and truth and love. And um, man, out of that, on the other side of that, that unity can build relationship Mm. because people, I think people yearn for that. Right. They yearn for who, who doesn't want to see the team win at the end. Right. The group come together, everything Mm. finally like, right. right? That's that, that feel good story. Mm. Everybody wants that, but, I think in a world where division is constantly seen and and division is constantly magnified. Mm. um, And and in some ways that, you know, uh, pointing out division becomes glorified. Like you're Mm -hmm. glorified for pointing out errors. Um, You know, that graceless society, man, it's, it's uh, I think it just creates a moment where, man, the church can really stand up Mm. and say, Hey, Let's, let's look at this. And, and I think it all begins with what you said, uh, that biblical perspective. Man, yeah, I think
0: because w- what you just said, everybody loves the feel good story. Immediately, mm-hmm. I felt like, remember the Titans. I just right? felt like we were was Denzel Washington in the other actor. I don't know his name, but the the white guy, the white guy, on, like the classic white Come and black on. guy. But like, but I, I really do think you hit on something because I think what you said was the first key to unity is having a Jesus response. Mm. Like, Listen, Jesus was fully man and he was fully God. So fully man and fully God to me means I still have humanity Um, because me as a black man, I see stuff on TV, Mm -hmm. I see stuff on, and that causes me to hurt. So hear me. Like we're not like overlooking what we have seen in the world. Uh, And I think I can speak for you and say uh, you are one of the first people to call me. Hey, you good? Like everything's good? Corp. Like help me understand you know yeah. what I'm saying a lot of what what I'm saying and things of that sort so i think it's that fully man fully god syndrome okay like oh man this is this is painful so quickly since i wave jesus above all what would his response right. be in well, it all
1: and thank god we we see jesus in racially tense moments Ooh. Come on. The woman at the well. well wow. Like that's a that's a sexist and racist moment, like yep. a moment where he had in uh, even legal authority to respond almost as as he wanted. Right. Like th- there was no reason for him to react in that moment the way he did. But
0: he, he did. did. But the number one thing that you messed me up when you said that, because he chose relationship over his preference, like what the preference of the culture was. Absolutely. Like We don't talk to these people. And he chose huh. I had to go through Samaria, like didn't what everybody was, right? And how everybody was going around it to get to where they was wanting to get to. He was like, "No, Samaria, that's where I have to go," right? Because he pursued the relationship, and I think that's kind of the perspective that we need to have. It's not like uh, this black person against this white person. It's like this is a relationship at the end of the day. And if I'm called to be a believer, I need to focus in on the relationship to kind of. Help bear each other's burdens yeah. in a way, and help to understand, and then to understand this, like because what, like while like, well, we told some of the good stories, um, like there have been times that we had to agree to disagree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to like let it go, but still at the end of the day, we still remain unified. Right. In all of that, I
1: I think the important thing, and and, and I think you'll echo this, especially because what you just said, the point isn't we're the same. Yeah, we're not the same. Mm. We're not the same. And that is that's the point. A, we're mm. part of one body, but not the same, same. member. Like, yeah. and that's, that's a good thing. Like it's, mm. it's good to know. Uh, Cause we saw it in that student ministry. There were students that you connected with yeah. in a yeah. way that I was not able to. True. I might try, right. Mm. I, I'd, I'd throw out the hip lingo, man. We'd have dance parties and <laughs> yeah. I would try. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, But, but tall gangly man just mm. doesn't do well with that. Yeah. And, and, but there was, there were Ways that you connected that I could, and vice versa. There are students yeah. that I was able to connect with in different ways because of my life experience. That was, and, and it being different than yours, yeah. that I was able to connect with. And yeah. similar, I think it's important to understand that we're not trying to say all believers need to be like uh, uh, um, I don't know homogenous. Like yeah. I'm not trying to make just like this weird milky substance of believers, yeah. but rather, hey, we are unique and, and uh, God given. Uh, culture and ethnicity and background, but what unites us mm. is the gospel. What unites us is the word of God and, mm. and, and those Orthodox beliefs that, that lead to cultural revolutionary transformation the gospel is revolutionary jesus Mm. did cross racial boundaries jesus Mm. did cross uh you know sexist boundaries um and i mean i think paul time and time and time again is talking about how when jews and gentiles are one in the body of christ he's making a statement Mm. that at that time would have been incredibly racially divisive right Mm. um and so we have to hear those things and go wait a minute like this isn't something that the church just faced now. Right. The church has been around for a minute. A minute yeah. Let's listen yeah. to our, our our forefathers. Let's mm. look at the word and let's understand how has the church responded and learn from that. If they've yeah. done something dumb, crusades, mm. let's mm. not do it again. Man, right. Um, and and let's learn from that and live that uh, That lesson. To live that out in a way that points people back to
0: Jesus. Because at the end of the day, when I die, when you die, the banner of Christ is what we want to remain. See, that's – but I – I think what you're hinting on is it's beautiful because it's twofold. It is, uh, it's the teachability, mm-hmm. w- willing to learn from another mm-hmm. person, uh, and ultimately learning from Christ's example and many people in the Bible. But it's also humility. Mm-hmm. Like right now, there's a lot of pride on all sides. Right now, Bruh. like people just so puffed up with knowledge mm-hmm. and wanting. To, like I had to even check my own heart and all of this, and I think it's vice versa. Like right now, mm-hmm. it's so much pride. Um, but what is going to cause uh, is humility um, and teachability um, to help understand uh, one another. Yeah, I think
1: I think one big takeaway for me in that Corb is is on both sides there needs to be teachability and humility. So as a as a recipient mm-hmm. of somebody who's sitting here going, hey, show me uh, like. And I think this is broadly in in any kind of sin, right? Not just racial Mm. racism sin, uh, but any kind of sin. Like I expect my brother to call me out. Like Corbin Mm. knows I have given him authority in my own life. And as my brother in Christ, he has that biblically. Mm. But hey, man, tell me when I'm doing something. And that Mm. extends even to to the racial things. And you know what that requires on my part? Mm. Humility. I have to be humble and be willing to listen to what he's saying and say, Man, teach me. Help me understand. And, and I have to be teachable. But you know what that requires of him, mm. and that requires him to be willing to teach, teach. and wow. not so full of pride, thinking, "How dare he not be able to do mm. this?" But but humble enough to say, "I will teach you. I wow. want to teach you." Mm. And 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 vice versa. Like there has to be this understanding that the humility and teachability come on both sides. Mm. I have to be willing to teach. And you know what, Corbin, I think I think you'll agree to. This. Yeah, that's a burden.
0: Yeah, it is. It's 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 tough. Like it's easier said than done. Uh, because of the way we was both raised yeah in um, any any person that's uh, that is listening to this and they're saying listen I want to do this I want to tell you like it's tough work um there will be times where you are offended but at the end of the day you have to understand uh you're not doing this because your flesh won't to. It's because your spirit is commanding you to, Amen. Um, especially if you've been a follower of Jesus. If you're not a follower of Jesus, like listen, that's another episode uh, of this podcast. But this is for believers who are really trying to say, "Listen, I'm gonna have a biblical response to what's going on in the world," um, and that's a burden that we're going to have to carry, regardless. Yeah. Um, so as we get kind of get ready to wrap up. Um, We can do a part two of this thing um, to continue the conversation. Um, But the two takeaways that I really want people to take away from all of this or the three is is, uh, allow private conversations with somebody who don't look like you um, and find that relationship and build it build it with that person and watch how it manifests in the public. Mm -hmm. And you'll begin to see from a different lens um, and it's vice versa on black and white side. And what it's going to require is teachability and humility. Um, So I pray, I pray you guys uh, enjoy this conversation with me and my good friend Drewski, but I want y'all to stay tuned because I think a part two is needed. family i pray you guys enjoyed that conversation with me and my good friend daniel Listen, guys, I really believe that unity first start with a relationship with Jesus and being teachable and having humility. Listen, I believe that it is possible for the world. I believe it's possible for you and the people that are around you. But we have to put these things in practice and also stay tuned. I think a part two is really uh, needed um, uh, with Drewski and myself as we continue to walk through um, our journey together, as well as encouraging people during this time. So stay tuned and always thank you guys so much for your support when it comes to reveal to heal the podcast with real conversations bring about healing i'm always praying for you and i love you i'm out